The Addiction Podcast, Point of No Return. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Addiction Podcast, Point of No Return. My name is Joni Siegel, and I'm the host for this podcast. My husband, Steve Siegel, is the producer of the podcast and really does all of the work behind the scenes. Just a reminder to please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a good rating so that people find us when they look for podcasts on addiction. Also, please check out our YouTube channel, subscribe, and give us a thumbs up on our videos so that, again, people will find us if they're looking for help in the area of addiction. Today's episode is episode number 301. We are into, what does that make it? Our, our four, 400th series of episodes. And we have been podcasting virtually every week for almost six years. And it is our hope that we are giving y'all some message of help and some message of hope that there's hope in this dark area of addiction. Today, we have an interview with a lady named Jackie Siegel. Jackie Siegel is best known for her role in the award-winning documentary feature Queen of Versailles, which premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in 2012. The whole point of this documentary was about the house that she and her husband, David Siegel, were building in Orlando, near Orlando, Florida. They wanted it to be the largest home in the U.S. However, as regards this podcast, in 2016, the Seagulls' world changed forever when their then 18-year-old daughter, Victoria, died of a drug overdose. This tragedy trajected them into a new life purpose to save lives through drug prevention programs. As a result, the Seagulls have created a foundation in Victoria's memory called Victoria's Voice. Its purpose is to bring drug prevention education into the schools, offer healthy social media opportunities for young people, and assist first responders in receiving and administering Narcan. Now, this is particularly important because when Victoria was discovered, she still had a heartbeat. It's possible she could have been saved if the first responders had been equipped with Narcan. In 2019, Siegel released a profoundly personal book, Victoria's Voice, compiled from the pages of her late daughter's journal. The Siegels decided to leave it just as Victoria had left it with drawings, poems, and heartfelt feelings of loneliness and sadness. Without further ado, let's talk to Jackie Siegel. Jackie Siegel, thank you so much for being willing to be on the podcast today and telling your daughter's story that we know will give other people hope. So thank you for doing that. Thank you so much for inviting me. I mean, I'm so honored, especially you've got the largest podcast for addiction in America. And that really, you know, shows like um, how much you, you all care and and um, and all the efforts that you're putting in. And my gosh, you, you do over 300 interviews a week? That's <laughs> no, not a week. We've got 300 in the can. We've been doing it every oh, the- week. Because I don't know how that's possible. No, 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 no. I couldn't do that. But we, but we are up to three hundred episodes. So we've been doing this almost six years. We're almost done with our sixth year, and I will tell you, Jackie, that the reason why we do this podcast is um, because of parents like you, and we don't want other parents to go through what you've gone through. So that's why we do this. Well, that's one thing that you and I have in common because um, I lost my daughter around seven years ago, a little over seven years ago now. Um, and um, the pain never goes away. 
and it totally changes your life. And the reason I want to go out there is the same reason you do to spread the word and warn parents about the real reality that our kids are exposed to drugs. And we don't want, I don't want other parents to go through the same pain of what I, I'm even going through for the rest of my life. And, um, and the problem's getting worse, you know? It is. It is. And first of all, I am so very sorry for the loss of your daughter. I, I cannot imagine. We have two grown sons. I cannot imagine losing a child to this horrible pandemic. I call it a pandemic. You know, there was so much media coverage of the whole COVID-19 pandemic, but this drug and alcohol addiction pandemic is way worse and will continue to be way worse. Jackie, tell us about Victoria. Like, how, what was her history with drugs? How did that come about? Tell us, tell us what happened with her. Victoria was kind of like a social butterfly. Um, she wanted to blend in. My husband, I don't know if anyone's seen um, the TV show, The Queen of Versailles or The Queen of Versailles Reigns Again on Discovery Plus, but they'll see like we, we are in a world where he's a billionaire He's got the largest hotel, Westgate Resorts, um, casino in Las Vegas. We have 30 resorts, private planes, and, and all this, and building the largest home in America. So there, there is a documentary on it, and Victoria's in the original one. So if, if anyone looks up the, the Queen of Versailles, they'll see her on there. And um, she was um, kind of, uh, she went to public school. She chose to go to public school. She started in private but she wanted to be just an average person living like, and, and with, with real like people, like um, and just kind of immersed in society because she loved everyone Understood. and didn't feel like she wanted to be privileged or anything. I mean, when she went to school um, in Florida here, um, you're from Florida, the kids are allowed to wear flip-flops. So if she could, she would go barefoot, but she'd <laughs> go to school just wearing flip-flops and t-shirts and shorts and, and just to kind of blend in. And she would like not let me, like I'd have to take one of the older vehicles to pick her up from school if I showed up in a Rolls Royce. Um, she, she would um, see me and she'd run around the corner from the school and make me pick her up over there because she didn't want anyone to know that she had a rich father and stuff. And um, so she was just that, that kind of girl. And, um, and I love that. I mean, I love that about her. I love that she just wanted to be just one of the kids. And, and as you know, having a, a dad like your husband, I mean, it, it can be, it can be a thing where people think, oh, she's just a rich kid. And I get that. So that's well, yeah. to her credit. She wanted to blend in. She wanted people to like her for her. Right. And so what happened is then the, the, I don't know if this has a, a good, I, I, th I, I think it has a good portion to do with it. But when the Queen of Versailles documentary came out, um, back uh, in uh, 2012, she um, the cat was out of the bag. Now they know she's a rich kid. So she started getting picked on. Um, kids wanted to be her friends because they felt she could afford to buy them drugs. And she really wanted to um, fit in. So she started she, um, doing, experimenting with drugs with them because she um, she was getting bullied. Like, oh, you're, you're a chicken you're afraid to do it, you know? And um, unfortunately these kids were a bad influence on her. And she started like with marijuana, sneaking alcohol, 
cigarettes, vapes. And, and how, just, how old was she, Jackie, at the time? How old was she? Middle school when she was starting um, to get bullied. And then, um, then by the time, so she went through high school. And by the time she was 18 is when she ended up um, coming to me. And she says, Mom, and now keep in mind, all of this happened behind my back. Mm. These teenagers, they're very tricky. They know how they're, I mean, these, the teenagers in general that are doing drugs, um, unless like they've overdosed and they're like lying on the floor, they can hide it from your, their parents. I mean, they can, they should get an Academy Awards for their acting of how they camouflage this. And um, sometimes, um, yeah, so, so anyway, so this was all happening behind my back and she comes to me one day and, um, and she says, mom, I need rehab. She realized that she had a problem and it's like, you need rehab. Like I, I couldn't believe it because I didn't, I never saw her doing drugs and she was addicted to um, Xanax. Um, but she would like experiment with the other things. She never did heroin or the, the that type of drug or crack. Um, so we, me and grandma took her to rehab and it, she was there um, while she was in rehab. She met a boy, a man, like a 27-year-old man who was in there for heroin. And he was in there by court order. So he had no intentions of quitting heroin. He, he was, his attorneys made him go there in the courts. Or it was that or jail. They were going to give him one last chance before he went to jail. So she met him. They both met. They were both sober in rehab. She fell madly in love. She's an 18 year old girl. And uh, when they got out, the day they got out, he got her her first um, hit of heroin. And, um, and just a month later, she was dead. Oh my God. So, and the thing is, I had already planned a cruise for when she got out of rehab. I was gonna do a mother daughter cruise, just me and her in a big suite down to the Bahamas or the Caribbean. I forgot where it was. I think it might be the Bahamas. And um, and she died a day before we were able to go on that cruise together. I'm yeah, so was, sorry. I'm just... Yeah, like I missed her by by a day. And But this guy got to her, you know? And um, yeah, so it's just really sad. It's just so devastating. I was so close. And... Um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And, and now I've decided to donate the rest of my life to going out there and doing as much as I can, you know, to warn people. And you know what's even more scary now? Because, um, like, she would get the, the Adderall from school. The kid he had a pill press. So she got all the Adderall. He would order the, the chemicals from China. He had a pill press. It looked exactly like what you'd get in the hospital. But nowadays... Their, whatever pills, the Percocets that they're selling on the street, with they, they make it their homes, they, it, they've all got fentanyl in it. That's right. Which is killing people on the first dose, just one pill. Yep, yep. And that's what we need, to, like the real challenge now, you know? I, you know, I, I think it's both. I think, you know, the, the situation that Victoria was in and her tragic loss that's still going on, but now we have a whole other aspect, and we've done interviews on this, 
which is being termed poisoning, which is the kid who just wants to try Xanax and gets yeah. one off of social media and turns out it's fentanyl and they die. And they're not, they're not addicted, you know, but they try it and they die. And there's, so there's, there's kind of two different aspects. You're absolutely right. I, um, so you, but you, like some of the parents we've talked to, you didn't just shut down and say, I'm not going to do anything about this. Um, tell us what you did, you and your husband. Yeah. So, um, when, when Victoria passed away seven years ago, people kept it hush when their, um, child died of a drug overdose, even movie stars, like their publicists would keep it hush. And they would say, oh, they died of a heart attack or died of natural causes. And at, at the, these young ages, the, some, some things causing that heart attack and it's drugs, but the people were shamed uh, about speaking about it. Mm -hmm. And, but the thing is, we, uh, the, the, once the press, I mean, we had helicopters here outside of our house when Victoria died because of her fame, they called her the princess of Versailles. And it was on the cover of the New York Post, of Good Morning America. Everyone was talking about it. It was huge news. And at that point, my husband, husband and I, I mean, we had already been exposed that our child had died of a drug overdose, that we had nothing to lose, but everything to gain by using that publicity and going out there and making a difference in this world. So, and teaching other people not to be shameful if it happens to them. Um, but, you know, also hopefully that we prevent it, um, you know, more importantly. And just for an example of like what a small, uh, how it touches so many lives. My, uh, my husband and I, we did a show with Captain Lee. And Captain Lee from Below Deck, I know there's a lot of people that watch that Below Deck. Um, he kept it hush, hush. His, his son had died of a, an overdose. Now, Captain Lee's son, he was... Uh, around in his early 30s he was addicted to percocets and he he was a, like a functioning addict okay right, right he would go to a doctor he was um taking care of engines he would work and and then all of a sudden the, the laws got really strict here in florida like there were no um no more pill mills right and but he was still addicted so he decided just to start buying his Percocets off the street. And it had no intentions of doing an overdose. He was just doing the same amount that he always did. And this time that he bought the pill off the street, it was fentanyl. You are listening to the Addiction Podcast, Point of No Return. For more information on the podcast or to reach out, if you have a story you would like to share with us, go to our Facebook page by the same name, or you can email us at theaddictionpodcast at yahoo.com or go to our website, theaddictionpodcast.com or call us at 727-314-7080. And please remember to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star review. Sometimes the hardest thing about getting someone into recovery is getting them to agree to treatment. Bobby Newman a certified drug counselor with 30 years experience and an over 85% success rate as an interventionist has created a series of 12 videos that you can use right now to learn every step to get your loved one to agree to treatment. 
Call 866-989-4499 today. And say the word podcast to get a 10% discount. Or go to newmaninterventions.com and type in the word podcast for a 10% discount. This service comes with a free one-hour consultation with Bobby. And Captain Lee just found him in his bedroom with his, like, holding his head like this. And his body was just, like, stiff. Oh, my and God. So he, um, he, he must have, like, his, his head must have been, like, pounding, you know, from, from the, the, the pain of the drug. Yep. And just, um, I mean, it's like, there was just such a small world. And just a couple, a couple of days ago, one of my neighbors lost their son, who used to be best friends with Victoria. Now the son just died at 25. It, and I think that him being good, great friends with Victoria, that he would stay away from the drugs. But you know what? These kids, they don't realize, like if they're thinking they're get a, getting a, just a pill or like a little ecstasy or something, they don't realize they're playing Russian roulette because sometimes there it, it is what the drug dealer says it is. Yep. And but it's more like now it's starting to be so much more percentage that it's not. I mean, I would say warn your kids that everything on the streets laced right now. Yep. Yep. I think even I think we somebody even told us that even some of the marijuana is oh, yeah. laced with fentanyl. And it's like, and I have said your exact same words on this podcast over and over again. It's Russian roulette. If you want to play this game, just play Russian roulette. You know, mm -hmm. forget about what you're doing because you have no idea. Not only do you have no idea whether there's fentanyl in there, you don't know how these drugs are going to affect you. And of course, unfortunately, when you're a teenager or when you're in your early 20s, you are invincible. You will never die. Nothing is ever going to do that to you. Do you know? Or, or, oh, it won't happen to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, talking about it being um, marijuana um, being laced, um, I mean, marijuana, natural marijuana, no one overdoses or dies. It's safer than alcohol. That's right. When you buy it off the street, okay, for example, I was going up to um, Rochester, upstate New York, to give a speech at, at a college up there. And there happened to be a batch of marijuana that was laced with fentanyl. And the day before I got there, um, I got there a day too late to give the kids the warning. Five kids had died from that batch. of. It was oh, all about. That's yeah. just. Oh. And they had overdosing. Oh my God. That's just awful. It's horrible. Um, so, so that's a lot of what you do then as you go around and you talk in schools and to parents. Well, I go around and I also have, um, well, I have Michael DeLeon, who you know. Yes. I um, have him full time. He has a Victoria's Voice band. We've got it all wrapped um, with our website on it, which is uh, victoriasvoice.com. Okay. And, uh, we, and we hire him to go to several schools a day where he talks to the, the parents and I go on some of them with him, but he does this as a full-time job. I also have yep. seven children, and and I'm shooting another TV show right now. And But we always talk about voice on my TV show because it's a reality show. Yep. So I'm getting the word out there. And, and tell us, you, Jackie, you found Victoria's Diary, and, yes. that, and that led you to the book, correct? Yes. Yeah, so uh, we published her diary. 
it, 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 in her, actually in her diary, it was, um, uh, well, she had sent a text to a friend of hers that if she ever died of an overdose that, so she knew she was playing Russian roulette. Yeah. So, um, so the friend gave me this text after Victoria had passed away, which I wish the friend gave me that warning sign before, but you know, you can't go back, you know, she was respecting Victoria's, her friend's privacy. And uh, um, Victoria's that in that text it said to please um, publish her diary because she wanted to share um, of, with other teenagers that they're not alone with being bullied, with being depressed, with having anxiety from school. Um, and, and her message is to not turn to drugs to self-medicate um, because in the end, look, she died, you know, she, yeah. you know, was in the, she was in the hands of a, of a drug dealer on the street, not with like a therapist or a support group. And there's so many options to go to. And I really feel the best um, way to, for teenagers, or, or especially starts in middle school, is uh, to prevent drugs is to just scare them and tell them the reality of it and don't do it in the first place. Exactly. And that's what Michael does. Cause Michael's like, he was, he's been in prison twice. He's like, don't, oh, yeah. don't do what I did. You don't have to go that road. You don't have to do that. You know, I, I would recommend to anybody listening that you should get a hold of the book, which is called Victoria's voice. And yes. you need to read it because yes. if you have a child you may not be able to read their diary, but there may be some similarities in what they write in their diary and what they're going through and what Victoria went through. And if you know that, you could enter into dialogue with your child. That's what it well, seems and, like to me. And, and you know, I also have, and, oh, and that's on Amazon, by the way. Okay. The, on Amazon. Um, and I also, um, I, I made my own, like with my cell phone, like a documentary after, during my daughter's, starting my daughter's funeral, um, throughout um, the struggles that me and daddy um, have and, and showing, it's called the Princess of Versailles. So it shows like our struggles of the aftermath of losing a child to drugs. And I think it's a good movie. It's on YouTube, it's free. And it's my, my YouTube channel is The Real Queen of Versailles. And, um, and it's called The Princess of Versailles. Um, it's good for the parents to watch um, with their children. Yes. Because with the children, when they're doing drugs, I'm hoping that when they see this video and how the, all the pain and suffering that the family who su survived, um, they have to live the rest of their life in pain. Yes. And that's a, I want the children or the kids that, that are doing the drugs to realize how selfish they are to not even consider the pain of, of all their family and friends. We have a, a lot, lot on this video. We have testimonials from Victoria's friends. And I really hope that this can um, deter and educate some teenagers or anyone that's addicted, even if it's like a, a cousin or a best friend. I mean, this pertains not just to, this is like, it covers all, all age groups. You know, yep. so yeah. Well, that's huge. So, your channel again? Say your YouTube channel again. My YouTube channel is the Real Queen of Versailles. Okay. And 
is the French way because I'm building for Sai in America. It's V R S A I L L E S. Yes. Some people know how to spell it the French way. I, I I know how to spell it, but and and it and then the video is the Princess of Versailles, and right. I think that's a great recommendation for parents to watch that video, and watch it with their kids. Absolutely. And the book for everyone listening is, and if you watch this video, I will put up a picture of the cover of the book. Um, the book is Victoria's Voice, and um, Jackie and David they published. Victoria's diary exactly the way she wrote it with her pictures and her notes. And I think it's something that you might want to consider reading if you have a child that's doing drugs or you suspect they might, or even if you're just worried about your kids. I mean, it's just, you know, Jack, we've said this over and over again on the podcast. You know, when we started, I had the idea addicts are those, you know, homeless people living under the bridge you know, the guy, you know, it's not true. It's the kids like Victoria who have everything in the world she could ever want. And it's the, it, it's the boy down the street. It's the kids raiding the medicine cabinets. It just yeah, it applies it, to everybody. Right. So, yeah. and, and um, there's people with such addiction that um, now um, I know at least in Florida here, they're, they're like pretending to shop for homes. Like they, these ones are like a, um, middle age, like, like 25 to like 45 addicted people, they're going to look at homes as if they were going to be a potential buyer. And when they're touring the home, they, they, their intention is to go and raid the people's medicine cabinets. Wow. So that's no another idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. <sighs> it's the extent that they go through, you know? To yeah. Jackie, I, want to personally thank you for everything that you and your husband are doing. You have suffered. I, I just, I can't go there with the loss, you know, thank but you. instead of just giving in and not telling anybody about it, you guys have decided to share it, share the whole subject and educate kids. And I am just, I'm in awe of what you guys are doing. I really am. And we're going to keep doing more. I mean, this is all just the beginning and, you know, teaming up with people like you and who really, who care and stuff. I mean, the, the awareness is growing exponentially and um, it's, it's, it's in a way it's, we're getting a really nice outreach. I, I can't thank you enough. And I can't thank you for taking the time to talk to us because I know that you've got to be a super busy lady. You said you, said you had seven other kids, right? I I have seven other kids. <laughs> I'm already overwhelmed, okay? <laughs> and a husband like having 10 kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand. Jackie, thank you so much. And, you know, if there's anything we can do here at the podcast to support what you guys do, just keep us in mind. Thank you so much and God bless. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. We'll have another interview again next week. We are right in the midst of the holidays, so if you have a loved one who needs to get into treatment or if you yourself need to get into treatment, please do it now. Please don't wait. Have the gift of sobriety for the new year. That's what we wish for you. You have been listening to The Addiction Podcast, Point of No Return. For more information, reach out to us on Facebook or go to www.theaddictionpodcast.com. Our email is theaddictionpodcast at yahoo.com.